0: Okay, everybody, I have something really cool to tell you about. If you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain here. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place now the way that you can do this is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm and then you can get started it's really fun we just switched over recently here at all too real too and i'm enjoying it so far so be sure to check it out and uh let us know what you think to the latest episode of All To Real, Real. 2. Okay. Alright, anyways, um <laughs> I'm your host, Michael E. Cullen the second, and with me as always is
1: Matthew Haas, the if I can call myself beautiful and majestic without sounding arrogant. Um, I will, I
0: will I'll tell you what, Matt, I will call you beautiful. Okay. Majestic, okay, and a, a national treasure. Okay, well, you're like a Nicolas Cage.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, that's interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, today we're uh, we're going into one of our weird, crazy, crazy episodes. We're uh, covering um, crazy music conspiracy theories. Wow.
1: We're going to blow your minds tonight.
0: Okay. I got a few here that we're going to go over really quick. Um I'll start with the first one. Everybody? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Paul McCartney <laughs> is dead.
1: <laughs> I mean, he might almost be.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's getting old. <laughs> Anyways, um okay. So this is a theory that started back in the 60s. Um Paul McCartney, perhaps one of the most famous music conspiracy theories of all time, is that uh, Sir Paul McCartney of you know the Beatles and Wings fame died in a traffic accident in 1966 and, repla- and was replaced by a lookalike. <laughs> okay. The theory is supported, quote-unquote, by several uh, clues left by the Beatles in their music. Um, for example, many believe the words i buried paul are spoken by john lennon at the end of strawberry fields um lennon insists that he says cranberry sauce (laughs) i buried paul cranberry Cranberry sauce
1: Mm. (sighs) i mean there's a bunch of like flute music in the background so it's kind of hard to you know yeah (laughs) tell but
0: and, um, and the cover of Abbey Road supposedly represents a funeral procession with Paul McCartney playing the role of the deceased. Uh, the fact that he's wearing no shoes is uh, what is the evidence of this, um, because when you're buried, you don't wear shoes.
1: Yeah, because every funeral I've been to, the person in the casket is shoeless. Oh,
0: actually, you only see the front, uh, the top half of the person. Oh when you're at a funeral they only open up the top half yeah, of it so you never see you their feet you
1: might be able to get a little angle somewhere I don't
0: know. yeah but but actually it is uh, most of the time they do bury people without shoes what yeah why it's just because that, that you're not se- you're not seeing them so it's a waste of shoes
1: Well, about that logic they should just not even have a full suit they should just cut it cut it down sometimes so they, should... they do that why i are think kidding yeah, me? yeah oh the suits God. are usually
0: cut in the back too oh to put God. them on i did not know that yeah. well that's messed up yeah anyways um <laughs>
1: I did not know that. Yeah, cuz most of the
0: time the, the 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 suits aren't are cut all the way down down the back.
1: Anything to save buck
0: a bucket. Well, that's usually just so they can dress them because it's easier to get a oh. get it on the body cuz when you're dressing somebody else it's kind of hard to oh, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. And um
1: you sure know a lot about <laughs> Uh, mortician stuff.
0: Well, my uh, my my uncle Dave, who, not really my uncle, but um, he he was actually he used to work at a mortuary. Oh, okay. So I think he still he might still do that. I don't know. I haven't talked to him in years. But uh, when I was growing up, he was my uh, dad's best friend, mm. and so I always called him Uncle Dave. And he worked at a funeral home, and uh, <laughs> so I knew some of these things. He he would tell me crazy stories about how like uh, sometimes he'd be in there late at night and a body would actually sit up on its oh, own. Oh God. Yeah. So. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, so no way, I could not do yeah, that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, um, okay, so... Uh, yeah, supposedly that represents a funeral, and um, I guess holding up the a mirror to the drum on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band album cover reveals, it says... One... One by one, he die. One by one is what it says when you hold the mirror up to it. I don't know if that means. But anyway, some people think that that seems to mean that he is uh, that. Um, supposedly, I mean, I've read more into this theory and uh, it seems that uh, there's like there, there was this uh, lookalike who, who won a look, uh, Paul McCartney lookalike contest, this guy from England who was named um, Billy Shears. Um, which is also, in in, in Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band, there's a part, of, a part of one of the songs that they says at the end of uh, With a help, Little Help From Your Friends, it says, Billy Shears. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that's what they sing, and uh, supposedly that's another clue to it. But there is, there is fact that there was a guy named Billy Shears who actually did win a lookalike uh-huh. contest. But there's not much information about him after that fact. So it kind of gives you this whole uh, theory that maybe Paul did die, and the guy that we've been calling Paul McCartney since nineteen sixty six is really Billy Shears.
1: <sighs> oh, I have a question about that, though. Okay. Uh, so if <clears throat> excuse me, if Paul died, and then they got someone to look like Paul, play with them, mm-hmm. and they wanted the people to believe that it was Paul. Why would they then put in these little clues to say that Paul had died? It seems kind of contradictory. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like why would you give clues? Speaking would you on give both clues... of your mouth. Like, you
0: know. uh, uh, unless it's just kind of their, like, fuck you to the audience and be like, hey, we know what's going on, but uh, we're going to give little clues to it. And... Or
1: maybe the manage- management made them do it, and this is their way of, like, sneaking messages to the fans. Like, we can't tell you, you know, direct- really directly Paul. what's happening because they're watching us type of thing, so we're going to send you, like, little coded messages out. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I can. I can but see. but basically,
0: that that would mean like from 1966 until present to, day, to not, yeah. everything that Paul McCartney's recorded wasn't really recorded. So so like all of Wings. So he's music. A, look, a
1: lookalike who's also a musical genius at the same time. Yeah, that guy really lucked out. I, I mean, like I, I
0: mean like Live and Let Die and all these other things that he's recorded since then. I mean, maybe that's true. Live and Let Die. Um so, it's a so little clue here. Uh,
1: the real Paul McCartney only contributed to like two. Of the first Beatles albums. Which and then, did, then after
0: that died. and, and then, then, but those They happened the, to find a lookalike who was a musical genius.
1: Right. And and all those songs are better than the songs that the real Paul McCartney helped write. Because mm-hmm. really, Sgt. Pepper is like the first Beatles record that really got serious. I mean, yeah, there's well, a well, good I mean, song before that. I, I like,
0: think Rubber Soul is where they changed, where, oh, the, where okay. they started to get, you know, because I mean... I have a theory here, and I don't know if it's true, but the the song Norwegian Wood, which is on that album, is all about uh, um, somebody lighting a room on fire and killing the girl that he just slept with. Oh, wow. Okay, that's my theory, because, you know, it says, says, you know, when they go in there, it's like, we lit a fire, isn't it good, Norwegian Wood, and then at one point they say the room was made of Norwegian Wood Mm. in the song, and then when he leaves, you know, it's like, he says again, "I lit a fire. Wasn't it good Norwegian wood?" And blah blah blah. And I think he, I think he burned her to death.
1: Why? Why would he I, kill someone? I don't know,
0: it. but that's my theory about that song. I think the whole <laughs> song is about a dude who goes and has kill. like a, he, he sleeps in the bath and all this other stuff. Well, there yeah. is a
1: song that they have where they're talking about like a serial killer. Actually, not. I don't know if it's yeah. that one. So they have done really mm-hmm. like. Very dark. But type but I mean Norwegian stuff. Wood
0: sounds like a nice little like love song with yeah. a with a girl and stuff, but I think it's all about him murdering her.
1: Maybe she was like a like a Russian spy or something and then he killed her after sleeping with I don't know. It seems pretty So bad. she couldn't
0: collude with uh, Donald Trump it, later Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like a sixteen year old Donald
1: Trump at that time. Yes. Uh, oh I don't God. Know. So or, or a Norwegian spy, I don't
0: know. Yeah, so so basically that that's that theory. Um I'll let you cover the next one here. It's, oh, uh,
1: the, the um, Avril yeah. Lavigne one? Yes. Okay, so this one...
0: <clears throat> oh, yeah. F- first off, though, what do you think about that theory? Do you think it could be true?
1: What, the Paul McCartney? Yeah. Is dead? I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I don't want it to be true, for one thing, because <laughs> that would mean that you know all, all these years, someone who's not even Paul McCartney wrote all these great songs for the Beatles and for wings and for and doesn't get credit so, and doesn't get credit for any of it and he has to live this I mean granted he's making lots of money and he's you know he gets to you know he got married and stuff like that or whatever and has kids but uh, you know how 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 would it, i mean how would that work out for him like actually talking to his real family like how would how would he spend time with his real you know what i mean like would he have to pretend unless he to be was Paul completely McCartney? like
0: unattached to anybody in his life whatsoever
1: maybe he was like a dock worker who just jumped ship somewhere and has no connections to anyone and just
0: has no mom dad or so brothers or sisters it's, or
1: it's no problem yeah. to take on a completely different persona i don't know I don't. I mean, I don't think it's true. I don't think any of these theories are true. They're interesting, but yeah. I don't think they're true. But they, yeah,
0: on a scale of one to ten, I think that this is maybe a two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's just my guess. Okay, so what's the next one here?
1: <clears throat> this one is Avril Lavigne is also dead. Uh, just a cl- quick hint here. Most most of these have to do with them being dead, so <laughs> <laughs> or dead or pretending to be dead or something, in or that something of yeah. that nature. So this one has a, quite a few different. Um, Sub theories within the main theory. The main one is that Avril Lavigne died sometime shortly after her 2002 album came out. I'm not sure what the what it's called. The one that had Skater Boy on it. And um, and then shortly thereafter, um, someone named Melissa, I forgot her last name, uh, Melissa, some, oh, no, Melissa Vandelà, Van- Vandelà, basically took her place uh, to be Avril. She learned how, she learned her songs, she learned her voice and how she, uh, you know, her style and everything over time, and then the theory goes is that the the way that they, that there's evidence for the theory is that over time, because this doesn't happen in real life, when you're 17 years old in 2002, and in 2018, you slightly change in how you look and your physical appearance, and um how your voice might change a little bit and also your interest might change a little bit in a 16 year time span that doesn't happen when you're 17 years old and now like 34 that doesn't happen so um that that's proof that this is a like a fake a different person named melissa and not avril levine because people don't change ever in 16 years they don't change their styles and taste and whatever. <clears throat> okay so um well, one of the theories is that that Avril used to be kind of like a tomboy. Uh, I mean, I don't know if anyone uses that phrase anymore, but that's basically like you're kind of like a girl who dresses like what would be stereotypically like boy clothes, like jeans or just t-shirts or whatever. Don't yeah. wear, don't really wear makeup. Kind of like the that was place. kind
0: of the, the the fashion sense at the time, well, though. Was, so though. yeah, I mean,
1: but I'm saying that was that was kind of her style. I think I think one, I think in Skater Boys she was playing basketball, which you know, yeah. Oh, a girl can't play basketball without you know somehow yeah, being a Tell that to tomboy. the L.A. Sparks or yeah, something. All, yeah no, you I don't mean, know, <laughs> <laughs> or anything like that. But the theory goes is that now, over time, since starting around like 2009 or 2010, Avril has been experimenting more with like expressing like femininity and stuff like that, and because she wasn't doing that in 2002. And started doing it in 2010. That proves that it's not really Avril Lavigne and it's somebody else. I, I mean, a lot of these are hinge on very flimsy type of logic like that. Yeah, like
0: I'm reading here that there was a there's a song called Nobody's Home that's uh, one of her songs mm-hmm. that supposedly has clues to it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That
0: uh, it's actually you know this Melissa Chick singing these songs and um, it says uh, the lyrics is a. Uh, she wants to go home, but nobody's home. It's where she lies, broken inside, with no place to go, no place to go to dry her eyes. Broken inside, she's fallen from grace. Sh- she's all over the place. And then um, then there, there's another song called Slipped Away.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Where
0: uh, Vandella's singing about the real Levine's death. And um, she says, it wasn't fake it happened you passed by huh. no you are gone now you are gone there you go there you go somewhere i can't bring you back <coughs> um and then um and then there's a song called <coughs> my happy ending where uh other clues are there where it says uh don't leave me hanging in a city so dead help us so high on such a breakable thread. <laughs> I don't know how any of these things mean that she's dead. I, I could, mean I I I guess you if if you read into them, I the mean The
1: Nobody's Home is the only one that's closest to that. And that that I I think someone said that that was like Melissa wanting to reveal that she's actually Melissa but she can't. So she's like stuck in this persona that she can't she can't tell the world that she's actually this other person, and she has to pretend to be an Avril. And that's why slowly over time she's been transitioning into her own persona bit by bit so that the fans or people wouldn't notice as much so that eventually she'll be able to be herself while, while still calling herself Avril. <laughs> it's there's, it's a very and, and and it's funny. There's,
0: like, there's even – okay, I'm reading here too. There's This is really funny to me. There's a – Facebook page for Melissa Vandela that appears to have been set up by a Brazilian person. Um, The page gives her home as Brooklyn, New York. And among the stranger pieces of information on the page is an allegation that Vandela is in a relationship with super bad star Christopher Mintz plus AKA McLovin. Yeah.
1: Wow. (coughs) So that's interesting. Uh, Oh, by the way, I think there's one sub theory that she's actually a clone of Avril Lavigne. Which, you know, Avril Lavigne would have the had to have been like one year old or less than that when her family cloned her and no one really knew about this supposed technology that the the Raelians had unless you were already part of that cult to begin with, or you had lots of money or fame or both. And I don't think her family was wealthy or Like, famous, so I'm not sure how they would have access to the Raelians and just be able to get her cloned at like six months old. But whatever, that's one theory is that she's actually a clone and that the real Avril died like in 2003 or something. Yeah, I mean, there's,
0: I, I mean, I've read other things. I don't know. I can't, I can't find the page that I had found this on, but they had talked about that, I guess. Supposedly, she does have the name Melissa tattooed on her somewhere.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. and then yeah. um,
0: and then there's uh other things where I guess she did have somebody that worked for her named Melissa Vandella or something. And uh, supposedly Melissa looked enough like her that she would actually post as her from time to time.
1: Yeah, like when the paparazzi were yeah. bothering her. Yeah, and she, she wanted to hide. Yeah, supposedly I
0: don't know if any of that's true, but I guess it is possibly that's true. That's part so. of the
1: theory. Yeah, is that sometimes she couldn't. She didn't want to have to deal with people asking for pictures or whatever, autographs. So and I mean
0: pe- people have you yeah. know body doubles all the time. I mean usually it's like dictators Saddam like Hussein. like Saddam Hussein yeah, or Adolf yeah. Hitler or other yeah. people had lookalikes. But it's just – I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. And for
1: Avril Lavigne, she's not like a dictator of some yeah. failed state or something like that. You know? I
0: mean maybe she's a dictator of Brazil because <laughs> all this stuff seems to be coming from Brazil. Maybe she is. And like, I
1: just didn't find out about this. So that's all I have for that. That that one's yeah. interesting, but there's not a lot of um, yeah. I mean, to go off of on that again.
0: One. I, mean, I give this maybe a two out of ten of possibilities. I'll I will give it a negative two yeah. out of three out of ten. Okay, the next one. Oh
1: boy. is a crazy one <laughs> for a uh, interesting for, for several reasons.
0: <laughs> Anyways, okay, so Kanye West mm. is the Star Man from David Bowie's song. Um. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, hold on tight, people. <laughs> The idea here is that uh, David Bowie's mention of Starman waiting in the sky who'd love to come and meet us, but he thinks he'd blow our minds is actually referring to Kanye West. (laughs) Um, Despite not being born at the time of the song's release, um, the internet is full of evidence that can be found on the... Cover of uh his Ziggy Stardust album, which uh, shows Bowie standing underneath a sign that reads k dot west mm. which uh and the first track of the album is five years is considered an omen considering West who was born five years after the album's release um and also throw in the Kanye as being one of the first to tweet a tribute to Bowie after he died. And the fact that the album is called Black Star. Um, that one's kind of crazy, and, and yeah. So, so this this one, I mean, there's this is a really thin one, it but it is kind of interesting that he is standing below a sign that says k well, West of all things. You know, that was just the name of the you know whatever it was. But
1: and the thing is, though, you know, are you sure that Kanye West didn't invent this conspiracy theory because he's got such a a, uh, ego kind of—I mean—he's very got delusions of grandeur, and I mean that's something that I think he would actually probably love to proliferate, perpetuate that whole I mean, theory. I'm not sure if he would yeah. actually create the idea, but but is his name really Kanye West or is that a stage name? I
0: believe that's his birth name. Oh, okay, so I was I'm, gonna say yeah.
1: If it wasn't, then that could be very well be like
0: he, like he, he was saw the self-fulfilling cover. yeah. prophecy.
1: But no, if that's his real name, then. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, um, Kanye West is his name. His real name is Kanye Omari West is okay. his full name. So, But yeah. here's
1: an interesting theory, though. <clears throat> David Bowie was really in like a mystical character at that time. Yeah. So maybe he believed in his character so much that he actually became psychic and predicted the future by predicting Kanye West's birth five years ahead of time through just the sheer will of being Ziggy Stardust, you know? So maybe he actually created Kanye West into some sort of, hey, hey, if Kanye West can talk like this at the Oval Office about the multiverse theory and how, you know, if he doesn't get some guy out of prison in this universe, then he's trapped somewhere else in some other universe where he's a prisoner. I'm allowed to talk about weird shit, so... Oh, I'm not saying you're not. if, If you're allowed to talk like this to the president at a press conference... In front of dozens of officials, um, me and you at your apartment, you know, can talk like this too. But, I um, <clears throat> mean, if that's the standards we're going at, then, you know, we're, we're actually okay here. So, but maybe. I mean, uh, it's just you and me, right? Yeah.
0: It's not our listeners or no, anything. No, they're not no, listening. No, no, no. they, they, they don't care what we say. They tuned out already. They, yeah,
1: they, they've given up on me. No. Oh, but <laughs> love, you. love you, folks. Love you. Yeah. And I love Pop Tarts too.
0: Pop tarts are good. Yes. You know, I almost bought some the other day and I forgot oh. to, I, ah, I I I was grocery shopping and yeah. the one thing I forgot to get was pop tarts. Yes.
1: You know what's really good? I, I realized I tried um I tried putting Skippy peanut butter, crunchy kind, yes, on a strawberry pop tart and it was delicious. Really? Two great flavors mixed with one. Two great products.
0: Yes. Skippy.
1: <laughs> Skippy peanut, crunchy peanut butter. Yep. Yes. Yep. And pop tarts. Yes. Two great products that we would love to promote.
0: Yes. If you'd like to, you can contact me directly at Mike at CullenPark.com, and, you know, we'd be more than happy to uh, let you sponsor us, Skippy or we- Kellogg's Pop-Tarts. Okay, anyways, um. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the next one here on this list here? Uh,
1: okay, this one I don't know much about, but it says Lady Gaga killed Lou Reed. Why? Who knows? Um, We all know... This is from the quote. We all know Lady Gaga is cray-cray. I hate that word so much. Anyway, but she is... Is she murder Lou Reed cray-cray? And I gotta say it again. Okay. According to the web, Gaga was enraged when Lou Reed was brought on to produce her album Art Pop, which she claimed was inspired by his former band... Velvet Underground. However, the music icon was not impressed with the record and left the project. The next logical step to make, if you're sufficiently bananas, is that Gaga was so angry about Reed's dismissal of her work that she murdered him by injecting the singer with a poisonous substance that brought on liver disease.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Really? (laughs) So, um, (laughs) this one is certifiably crazy yeah that's why i concluded it though because <laughs> i mean I, I there's not much more to it than that there's, basically yeah. basically she got mad at him because he left the project and killed him
1: <laughs> i mean why <laughs> and where does she get this weird mystery injection what was it ricin i mean no ricin gives you like yeah flu, i mean i, I don't think.
0: know what gives you I liver disease, disease but yeah i mean alcoholic? I mean, I mean it's it, it's it's not the. I mean, the fact that Lou Reed was an alcoholic and stuff doesn't have any kind of <laughs> contribution to no, him getting liver disease.
1: Exactly. <laughs> He's only been drinking and like doing heroin since like 1964. But you know, on but a, but a, it was Lady Gaga yeah, who killed him yeah. on a yeah. semi regular basis. But <laughs> God, <laughs> whatever. <laughs>
0: by the way i love lady gaga me okay too. anyways um <laughs> oh, me too i'm just saying it's ridiculous <laughs> i just wanted to point that out i really want to see a star is born i haven't seen it yet but oh yeah, yeah me too yeah um, i mean like by real- the time by the time this uh probably airs it'll be on dvd uh, by yeah. then but yeah still it's you know
1: oh yeah definitely i want to see that oh yeah
0: anyways um the next one we have here is another wacko one like most of these <laughs> um Stevie Wonder isn't really blind.
1: Oh, that's that's unique.
0: Yeah, um, perhaps one of the most disrespectful music (laughs) conspiracy theories on the list. I would say, Mm -hmm. Um, many people insist that he has been faking his blindness the whole time. Um, One of these, uh, one of the "quote unquote" evidence that they have for this. Is there's a there's a clip from um, from a performance where Stevie Wonder caught a mic stand that Paul McCartney knocked over. Um, and then uh, there's also clips of him reading an envelope at an awards ceremony. Um, and the fact that he does go to sporting events like you know basketball games and things of that nature. Because we're just not allowed to let blind people go to so, basketball games. So
1: here's the take: Yeah, if you're seeing impaired or completely blind, um, don't bother trying to enjoy the um, finer things or even the nice little things of life. Because why? What's the point? Like what? I mean, like, I, like you can't go. don't go to the beach, and because you can't see the sun, like don't. I mean, what? what about all
0: the people that listen to football and basketball games on nope. the radio? <laughs> Because you 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 know the movement is yep. well to stop broadcasting radio games, you but know? they
1: but they but they listen because they they can picture because they've seen an actual football game. I mean, that's their logic, right? That's what they're gonna say. But I mean, the thing is,
0: Wonder didn't go blind until a little bit, oh, really? like until he was he was a child. He had already seen well, things then, in his life, so he does so know. It's even it's even worse. I mean, I'm sure he saw like in his lifetime before he went blind basketball or a football or a baseball game or something you know and kind of can picture what's going on
1: so it's even so it's even worse then yeah (laughs) i mean it's such a disrespect i mean it is think about like oh you you can't go to a a sports game because you can't see what's happening what you can hear what's happening bozo oh yeah but all you can hear is um you know like crowds cheering and you know i mean like football you can't obviously you can't really hear what's going on usually that but basketball you can hear all the sneakers squeaking and you know, and
0: plus, I mean, who's not to say he just doesn't want to be there with his friends or family right. and
1: and just enjoy the, the the like the noise of it all, like yeah. people cheering and you know celebrating. It, it's such a uh, yeah, it's such a disrespectful like mentality of like if you're blind, just stay at home, don't and, go I mean, anywhere, it, don't it's do like anything.
0: I've gone to concerts where deaf people yeah. have been there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it's like the feel same the vibrations. They yeah, they can and feel- I mean, and, and the the. Feel it, feel it. Anyways, feel the <laughs> vibrations. Um, anyways, the uh <laughs> but but I mean, there's been like you know they'll they'll have uh, I've I've seen it where like they they, they have like a, a um an interpreter on the end of the stage, mm-hmm. you know, um, interpreting the songs. Mm-hmm. It's really funny when you when you're you know when there's like a really fast rap song or something and they're oh yeah trying to keep up. It's
1: yeah, I've seen it. I've seen some of those videos. Yeah. Get pretty animated. I've actually
0: been to some of these concerts before where they've done this. I mean, I don't know if it was a rap one, but I've there's been some where it's pretty, you know, pretty fast songs pretty and intense, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cuz I mean, I I think I was at like a Weird Al Yankovic concert and they had one one time and it was just <laughs> really yeah. But uh anyways, um so yeah, this one I give a 0 out of it's 10. Stupid. There's no way that he's not blind. I'm sorry. So uh what's the next one on our list here? <laughs> oh boy.
1: This one's This one is certifiably insane. So, it says, John Lennon was murdered by horror writer Stephen King. (laughs) What? Okay, so, I'm quoting. You know when you feel so strongly that a famous horror writer killed one of the most famous musicians of all time that you need to print it on the side of your van? Yeah. Us neither. Is that correct? Yeah. Us neither? Okay. Yeah. Steve Lightfoot, however has no such reservations. On top of the standard conspiracy theorist blog, Lightfoot took it a step further and had his insane rambling sprayed all over his van. This theory is based on a photo of Mark Chapman, the real killer, getting his book signed by Lennon. Lightfoot insists it isn't Chapman in the photo, but the Carrie writer. It's interesting that, like, Stephen King's written so many other books, but he well, chose Carrie. Carrie was like his first Was book. it? Oh, yeah. okay. So, yeah. I didn't even know he wrote Carrie, so that's interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's it. No further evidence required. Fair enough. He does look a bit like him. Just not respray your van like him. Yeah. Really? This I one's mean,
0: insane and funny as hell, in my so opinion. Stupid. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean.
1: <laughs> I, Whatever. Why would he do that though? Like, what would be the reason for doing it?
0: <clears throat> My theory it was Jared Leto who uh, time traveled yeah, and went back yes, in time. Yes. yes, because he was in that movie yeah, where he, he played. Was. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways.
1: <laughs> that movie was insane. It was good though. Like, yeah. He played that character so I couldn't even finish watching it because it was so creepy. Yeah. Like, when he was talking to that girl, like, about, like, like he was like talking to her like he was like almost like her, like, psychologist like yeah you you should go to hawaii you gotta do this for yourself like this pep talk and like you know this is like hours before he kills John yeah Lenn, so it's just like <laughs> yeah it's so wild like he was a crazy guy Chapman.
0: Yeah. um the uh obviously mm-hmm. but uh or still is i mean still alive the um oh he's, he... yeah he's okay. he, he was up for parole recently and got denied again which is wow. good yeah but um the uh yeah um yeah and 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 leto gained so much weight for yeah. that movie that he he ended up getting gout.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, he did gain quite a bit of weight. Yeah, he
0: he got gout, I guess I heard, wow. you know, from it. But yeah. Anyways, um I, I wish I could do that. <coughs> just huh. gain
1: weight and lose weight on demand. Yeah, I mean, the, I can't do that. It, it's
0: like that the the guy who plays Mac on yeah. um um, you know, on on uh It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, how he can go from being fat to Skinny to like ripped to, like a freaking wrestler or something, you know. It's just, just like what the
1: hell. He must have like a super <coughs> discipline, I guess. If you're doing it for a project, it's easier though, because you you're do, you're doing it with something specific in mind. Like, and plus, it, a TV if, show or something. Yeah.
0: Plus, when you're when you're a celebrity who has money and has the time to
1: like hire a chef who can Hi, yeah, yeah yeah
0: and and do whatever you know you need to do you you know? don't have to
1: prepare your own meals just have someone do it for you yeah. so yeah when you're
0: not when you're not working a 40 hour a exactly. week job or something on top of it yeah, yeah. the uh okay so so the next one that we have here um by the way on that one I give that a zero oh, yeah. I, I I actually give it a negative 10 out of 10 Yeah. um That's good. yeah <laughs> um <laughs> the one. next one is um Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters never broke his leg <laughs>
1: Why would you fake that? Like that's like the most like I like, that's, yeah. that's like there's no there's no stakes to that. One. Like <laughs> like it's not like, you know, covering up a murder or yeah. oh, oh, you fake breaking his leg. Why? Because he wanted to get people to sign it. Oh, can you sign my cast? Like, really? Anyway, sorry. Yeah,
0: I mean, he, he memorably broke his leg um during a Foo Fighters concert in June of 2015 and then continued the tour by using a custom-built throne. <laughs> Or did he? Oh God! <laughs> um, a quickly spreading rumor that summer charged him with faking a, the injury in order to um, boost ticket sales. What? So I guess those are the stakes, you know? Um, uh, yeah. Because nobody in the world likes Foo Fighters, right? They're only one of the most popular rock bands of all time, I know. but yeah, let's just you know fake a. Anyways, um. <laughs> and, oh, and, um, yeah, um. It, <laughs> I don't know. Um, during a September of two thousand fifteen stop in Portland, Oregon, um, um, Grohl uh, addressed it, and he said, uh, "He said, I think it's fucking rad. What if, what if I didn't break my fucking leg? What if I jumped off stage and fell onto the ground, and I made it look like it, wow. <laughs> it was a fucking emergency, and they dragged me off to the side?" <laughs> and the (laughs) band kept playing and then 10 minutes later I magically fucking reappear on stage and then I get somebody else's x-ray of a broken leg and I make it into a (laughs) t-shirt and we make millions of fucking dollars and I design this fucking awesome throne so I don't have to fucking stand up anymore (laughs) imagine that wow Um, yeah,
1: that's like really elaborate plan. Just, to uh, sit yeah. Down. Yeah. It's
0: just like fake this whole thing just so we can get ticket sales. <laughs> My thing is, is why would oh, you pay yeah. more money to see him sitting down?
1: Exactly. <sighs> I, I would think that less people would come to the show cause it wouldn't be as exciting. Yeah. Like when James Hetfield Metallica, when he got that whole pyrotechnic, um, disaster and it burned like half of his face or whatever Yeah. for a long time. He he just had to sit down with a cast and just sing into a microphone when one of his roadies were playing the guitar.
0: Yeah, because and, he couldn't do it,
1: and you could tell that it was a roadie. I mean, he was playing the right <laughs> chords <laughs> and everything, but you could tell by just his style. There's that not wasn't. the
0: passion in it that right. that Hetfield would have. So
1: it's like, yeah, I could sort of see the novelty of it. Like I was at one of the concerts where he wasn't playing guitar, but like, did you enjoy it any yeah. better than you know? If
0: you would, you. if it was really him, yeah. Um that there's there there's another uh like sub david Grohl theory here oh, wow. which is really insane um s- some people seem to think that Grohl and andrew w k <laughs> um the the singer songwriter uh d j who uh, rose to success with um the song party hard it, are actually the same person oh my god okay <clears throat> they don't look anything like here's together. the thing they're both white dudes right with long hair
1: that's it <clears throat> That's it. Mm-hmm. If anything, <clears throat> Andrew WK looks kind of like that guy from that that movie that um, that you sent the, the clip of, where he was like a serial killer, and he like he was holding that girl hostage. And he was like basically just talking about like telling her of all of his kills. Like this is this one's from Minnesota. It was like a local film. You sent you sent me like a little clip of like a trailer of some like horror movie like about a oh, year ago.
0: That's a movie I I actually directed oh, and okay. wrote.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Feel so, no, no, no. like an asshole. <laughs>
0: no, no, that was a um that was uh, a <laughs> <clears throat> uh, um, uh, Oh, what, what what the hell did I call that movie? <clears throat> I don't know. Oh, Confession Daylight okay yeah it was a it was a movie a short film i did um that i'm i'm actually remastering now still oh, okay. to re-release but yeah yeah that that, that was my, my my friend jake Paluski, who well, yeah was the star of that. Like yeah I, I guess J- yeah and he's a musician too so if so yeah he if, could be yeah WK, you know? yeah I, I highly recommend check out jake and the venom okay yeah cool they're they're a local band and um and mainly it's just jake but uh jake Paluski, look him up he's also in other bands um but look up Jake Paluski on Spotify and stuff and you'll find his stuff and Jake and the Venom around you know now that we mentioned him he's probably one of my favorite musicians ever he's and he's an awesome dude so shout out to Jake Paluski yep. anyways um <laughs> who looks a little bit like Andrew N-W-K. WK
1: I feel like such an asshole here, but – Yeah, no, that's fine. The takeaway, though, is that I remember the clip from, like, two years ago. Yeah. And remember almost everything that happened in it, so there's, yeah. there's that. <laughs> it's the one where
0: he's got a girl tied he's, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's mine. He's basically yeah.
1: just, like, going through all of his kills, like, oh, does this, mm-hmm. this taste like Kentucky or whatever? Yeah. like, oh, like Yeah, this. that was a
0: completely improvised movie, too. Like, wow. uh, I, I wrote the outline with uh, Ryan A. Roth, okay. another local musician, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, cast a local musician <laughs> to play the part. <laughs> Also stan uh um uh Dana Marie Giuliano starting it too. Anyways, um okay, so <laughs> shout out to all of them. Anyways, um so what's the next one that we have on here?
1: Oh boy. This is um Iron Butterfly's bassist was kidnapped and murdered. <clears throat> this one's pretty dark. All right, so Philip Taylor Kramer joined Iron Butterfly in nineteen seventy four and appeared on the albums Scorching Beauty and Sun and Steel, both released in 1975. Later, he returned to college to earn a degree in aerospace engineering, and after dropping Philip from his name, worked for the U.S. Department of Defense and then his own high-tech multimedia startup company. He became a family man along the way, too. Then, authorities say, he suddenly committed suicide. The details remain darkly intriguing. Kramer went to LAX to pick up an associate in 1995, while reportedly in the midst of developing a groundbreaking method of transporting information and matter through space. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Soon after that, Kramer suddenly called 911 to report that he intended to kill himself, then vanished. Four long years passed as family members strenuously argued that foul play was involved. Finally, Kramer's 1993 Ford Aerostar van was found by hikers at the bottom of a Malibu ravine with his remains inside. Police ruled it a probable suicide, but others weren't so sure, in particular because of the revolutionary work Kramer was then doing. "Taylor, quote, Taylor had told me a long time before there was people giving him problems," Kramer's father argued. They wanted what he was doing, and several of them had threatened him. He told me if I ever if I ever say I'm gonna kill myself, don't you believe it?
0: Mm. This one actually this sounds one actually It yes. so, <laughs> sounds it sounds possibly <laughs> legit.
1: Uh, yeah. Like the whole secret yeah. government project and shit like that and huh. Yeah.
0: This yeah. one I, I give a nine out of ten. I would
1: say yeah,
0: I'm giving it a really high score mm-hmm. because I, I kind of believe that maybe he, especially with his father saying that, you know, if I say I'm going to kill myself, don't believe it.
1: Right. And plus, too, why if you're going to kill yourself, why would you call someone to say that you're going to kill yourself? Yeah, and not just do it. Yeah. And then then run, vanish. Like, what would be your what would I mean? I guess you could say the person was having just like a freak out mental state or whatever by doing those kind of contradictory things. But seems kind of weird. That you would go call nine one one and say you are going to do something, which they know they're going to send someone, then yeah, to try prevent you from doing that very thing that you want to do. I don't know, and then it's, then it's just vanish. Seems
0: kind of far fetched. Yeah. Oh,
1: well, I, mean, I mean, it's like the whole thing with like um, David Kelly, uh, you know, from the UK back in two thousand three, with the whole like WMDs in Iraq thing. Yeah, he was he was gonna he he kept talking to his girlfriend who at the time was actually, uh, um worked in the cia i think american Mm. cia and he kept uh talking to her you know in private about like how he couldn't stomach what he was doing anymore because he had seen what you know some of the effects of like radiation or doing to like the children in iraq or whatever and he was he was gonna you know he kept saying privately you know i'm i can't deal with this silence anymore i'm gonna have to tell someone and then he ends up quote committing suicide like three weeks later yeah and then, interestingly, he was actually a Baha'i, so then there was a the whole aspect of that involved, like, where, you know, you know, because he wasn't, like, really involved in politics, you know, maybe he's, I don't know, like, cause, you know, because yeah. there's a the whole, like...
0: Baha'i, Baha'i, The Baha'i faith is a religion, by the way, in case you oh, yeah. aren't, aren't aware of that if you're listening here. And, um, like, yeah. even
1: though it's, like, non-political, like, governments have actually, like, basically done, like, intel on the communities throughout the countries to, yeah. like, see if there are, like, some... Like insidious organization mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, they never. And there's find a lot. Of, there's
0: a lot of theories about the the high faith being, you know, which I mean, and, and you know, in and, and full disclosure, I am Baha'i. But yeah, the uh, still, the thing is, it's it's kind of yeah. Just... Any, any any theory can be, you know, hold some weight, I guess. But still, it's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, I don't know. This one just seems interest like because.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I I think Kramer might have been, might have been killed. And made to look like a suicide.
1: (coughs) The next one, not so sure about.
0: Okay, the next (laughs) one is another one where um, the CIA killed Bob Marley. Even if the official account of Bob Marley's death is uh, pretty weird, um, he died in May of 1981 after a toe injury from a soccer match um, revealed a lesion under his nail. uh, Diagnosed with a malignant melanoma, um... Marley uh, refused to have the toe amputated, the cancer spread throughout Marley's body, eventually killing him. Now, conspiracy theorists say it wasn't that simple. The CIA supposedly set their sights on Marley, whose uh, growing influence and message of peace went um, contrary to its goals. Mm. Because, you know, I mean, I I'm say what you want about the CIA, but I'm pretty sure they want peace in the world, too, Um, even though they do a lot of things. But I don't think I, I'm just saying uh the son of a former, uh, CIA director, uh, William Colby, uh, Colby reportedly gave Marley a pair of boots, <laughs> a, um, adapted with a, um, poisonous coated copper wire mm. near the toe. Some believe that Marley, uh, tried on the boots and inadvertently sealed his demise. Others believe the CIA had already, uh, tried to take Marley out with, uh, sharpshooters who missed their uh, target um marley had in fact survived a 1996 assassination attempt by three gunmen at his home in uh, jamaica um wow yeah i highly recommend there's this uh podcast i listen to called um behind the bastards Mm -hmm. no 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 not that one i'm sorry no behind the bastards is not it uh disgraceland sorry Mm -hmm. listen to behind the bastards as well it's a good one too about all these you know creepy cia Mm -hmm. and all these other things but um the one that I listened to, Disgrace Land, they have an episode about Bob Marley, and they go into a lot of this stuff. Oh, they don't wow. go in. They don't go into the CIA trying to kill him thing, but they do go into the uh, the assassination attempt on him and things of that nature. It's wow. it's really really in depth and more than we can get into here, but I recommend checking that out. Um, it's a really good podcast, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disgrace Land. Okay, so um, this one I don't buy at all. Yeah, I I mean. Poss, I mean, there's a possibility, maybe a one out of ten, but it's just still.
1: Well, it's so bizarre. I mean, it's it's like, like you're saying before, like someone had already tried an assassination attempt by three gunmen, but to like make some weird shoe, it just I don't know. It just seems yeah, that weird. seems. Like, I
0: mean, uh, yeah.
1: I mean, it's possible. I know that they make weird items. You know. Like, back in the day with, like, spy pens and stuff that yeah. shoot, like, poison at you or whatever. But, like, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of crazy. If, any- if anyone, if anything, <clears throat> I would think it would be the Jamaican government that would be trying to assassinate him more so than the U.S. government. Yeah, well there, the Jamaican there, government there, was very much opposed to Bob Marley.
0: If you listen like to this episode of Disgraceland that I was talking about, uh, there is a lot of stuff with the CIA actually involved in certain things with the uh, oh, okay. with the Jamaican government okay. at that time. Um because th- there was some uh a lot of political stuff. I can't remember most of it, but it's it's really interesting. It's an interesting listen. Um mm. I I might actually go back and re-listen to it sometime. It's uh but there there were a lot of like, you know, a lot of political stuff going on, and I mean, a lot of it did have to do with the Jamaican government, but there was a lot of American influence mm-hmm. on a lot of things there too, so you know because yeah. so, some some of the government wanted more peaceful means, and some of it didn't and right yeah, was, you know, I don't know, it's kind of scary either <laughs> yeah. way, but uh I don't know, like I said, I don't really buy that the CIA killed him um what was th- what's the next mm-hmm. one here that we got on the list?
1: Uh, this one is Hotel California was about devil worship. <laughs> uh, the Eagles' chart-topping 1977 single "Hotel California" has long been associated <laughs> with Satan. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, that was uh, good. With Satanism in certain circles, the lyrics dotted with a vain attempt to kill a beast, specific references to hell, and admoni- admonition that guests may never leave, probably got this rumor started. The gatefold image inside certainly didn't help. There, the Eagles members and a group of fans are seen standing in the courtyard of a Spanish-style inn. Above them, on a balcony, looms a mysterious figure, who some who some theorize. Oh wow, is Anton LaVey, founder of the Church of Satan, the photographs? According to one theory, were taken on the church grounds. Some of the elements of this theory even made their way into the mainstream media sources, including the Milwaukee Sentinel. The shadowy figure was, in fact, a woman hired for the photo shoot, and they were definitely not at LeVay's church. The cover shot is from the Beverly Hills Hotel, while the gatefold photo was taken at a then-newly-renovated inn called the Lidu on the corner of Yucca Street and Wilcox Avenue in Hollywood. The hotel was later turned into an apartment complex. I um, mean, yeah. I always, I, I I've, song, I've, I've
0: heard this theory, and I've actually seen video and footage really? on YouTube where they try to say that that is Anton Levay, but I don't buy it one bit.
1: I've always heard theories. Theories that the song was about death. That that was the main one I had heard. Yeah, I mean, I I, it makes
0: sense because it, you know, the, if you listen to the lyrics, and yeah. I mean, that might be what the song's about, but. I don't think there's any kind of Satanism. Yeah, I never got yeah. that from the no. song.
1: Just the idea, like you can check in, but you can never check out. And, and even if thing.
0: the song is about devil worship, I don't think it's Anton LaVey on the cover. I mean, the, right. on the gatefold or the <laughs> album or whatever. Yeah. And
1: plus, too, if they wanna, if they wanna get, you know, really specific into this, <clears throat> Anton LaVey's Church of Satan is an atheistic religion. Yeah, they, they don't they really don't worship believe Satan They in a de- demonic fort, Yeah. It's all symbolic to them. Mm -hmm. It's about, like, the animalistic forces within humanity that those things should be celebrated rather than suppressed as most of the religions teach.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, most, most, like, you know, the Church of Satan specifically, they do things like put up statues in front of courthouses and stuff like that because they just want to prove the point that having the Ten Commandments in front of the thing is kind of, you know, ridiculous because of the separation of church and state. And right. people,
1: it's all and they're religion. doing it as an
0: atheistic sort of thing, well, or, or or just as that. Some of them might not even. Some of them might even believe in God too. They might just be members of the church just because right. they they want to prove political aspects right. wrong, not necessarily religious aspects of things wrong.
1: It's you either, you know, yeah, you either you either become like almost like a, a Hindu about it, and just all religion or mm-hmm. no religion. Yeah, but you can't have you can't have both you can I mean, you can't have it mm-hmm. one way where only 10 commandments no 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 i want i want you know a statue of of like hindu laws you know no no well, it's like yeah so it's either all or none i mean really you can't have it yeah i mean it,
0: <laughs> and, and people don't understand that the united states is not a christian country right. we we have we were founded on the fact that we were you know escaping a country that enforced religion on their people
1: Right. And it's, most of the founding fathers yeah. were Freemasons. And at that time, being a Freemason was hated by most yeah. religious people. And and so I mean
0: and, and a lot of the founding fathers weren't even Christian. So right. they're like, you know, universalists and other things, you know. Right. It, it's just yeah. It's
1: <laughs> Benjamin Franklin was a deist, a deism. Yeah. Which it's, believes that there is a God but the god created the world a universe and then just left it everyone to yeah. do what they what wanted they yeah like, it's yeah it's like a, a we, ab- we, we we we, we need to god. do an
0: episode on benjamin franklin sure. sometime because yeah that guy mm-hmm. wow talk
1: about conspiracy theories yeah
0: <laughs> dude um anyways <laughs> <laughs> um so okay the, the next one um that that we're going to cover here is okay Debbie Harry was abducted by a serial killer. Okay. Blondie singer Debbie Harry is uh is certain she was picked up by somebody she swears was Ted Bundy. Mm. And and this is an interesting thing because this is a theory perpetuated by the subject of the theory. Yeah. Yeah, um uh dur- during a during a late night walk on New York City's Lower East Side in the early 70s, um she says I took a ride because um, I couldn't get a cab. Um, she told this to ABC News in 2003. Um, but Harry immediately uh, began to sense something wasn't right. I looked down, and there uh, were no door handles, mm-hmm. she said in a 2010 interview with The Telegraph. Um, inside the, the inside of the car was stripped. The hairs on the back of my neck just stood up, Increasingly concerned about the man's demeanor, Harry reached out of the window and opened the door and then almost got run over by a cab after jumping out, she told ABC. Mm. Um, Harry didn't decide that a strange encounter was actually with Bundy until 1989 when he was um, executed. She began sharing the story with the news media um, not long after Um, the problem. Bunny uh, Bundy not Bunny Bundy <laughs> wasn't known to have uh, visited the Big Apple then or any at any other time in his life. He didn't officially begin his abduction and uh, murder spree until early 1974 and those uh, first crimes took place in the West Coast. Uh later Bundy escaped to Florida from a Colorado jail before he was finally caught again in the late 70s. Um but who knows? I mean, yeah, yep. I mean he could have I mean th- he's just not known to be, have been in New York, but he could have, you know, who knows? Or it could just be, you know, either way I'm pretty sure that Debbie Harry was smart to get out of that fucking car. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. No, no
1: door <laughs> oh, handles
0: yeah, really. Yeah. Mm, that's fucking Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of scary. <laughs>
1: But if, if that was his plan, though, no, then he was stupid to have the windows open. Yeah, exactly. So maybe, who they, knows? maybe I mean, the car was just a piece of shit. Yeah, it could <laughs> be. I mean, maybe
0: the handles just fell off. And yeah, I mean, But still, but it's yeah. – I mean, regardless, I don't think I would have stayed in that what car if, either whatever if I was her. If you
1: feel <laughs> like that you're in danger, you should just take precaution. Even yeah, it's if, even better to be wrong. safe than sorry,
0: yeah. you know. I because mean, the guy, the guy, guy, the guy that picked her up could have been a perfectly fine human being, right. but who knows, you know. Yeah. It's – yeah. I mean I I'd say like a two in ten chance that might have been Bundy. Yeah. Um I don't know. But yeah, uh we got a last one here for this episode and um <clears throat> we I think we're gonna cover more conspiracy theories in a future episode. Yeah. Uh this one's getting kinda long, so that's yeah. why I wanna cut it off. We do have a lot that we can cover, <clears throat> but we'll just cover one more for today and then we'll have a part two for you guys, um, with maybe some added bonus type stuff in the future.
1: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All right, this one is KISS blood ended up in Sports Illustrated. Okay, I'm not sure. It says, this was weird. All right, so it said, KISS has never been shy about merchandising, publicity stunts, or a bit of very dark humor. KISS casket anyone? So the idea that they added vials of their own blood to the vat of red ink before publishing the super special kiss comic book in 1977 made its own kind of kissy sense Eh. the story went that they flew to marvel's printing facility in upstate new york had their blood drawn by a registered nurse and then added it before a notary public who served as an official witness but then it got weird or weirder supposedly a mix-up with the red ink meant that the blood-tainted red ended up being used for a run of sports illustrated magazine instead there's no proof that the special ink was ever used for any other purpose also while we're here kiss is not an acronym for knights in satan's service and gene simmons didn't have a cow's tongue grafted onto his own. What?
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the the thing is, the, the the whole blood thing is 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 true. They did. There was a there was a kiss uh, comic book that they did for Marvel where they did. It, it was actually known to be printed with um, the blood of kiss in it. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I remember reading about this before a long time ago, but I'd never heard before reading this the whole Sports Illustrated mix up thing. I mean, I could see this actually happening, though. I mean, there's a possibility it could have happened because oh, yeah. I mean, cause a lot of magazines are all printed at the same place. So, the comic book and Sports Illustrated were probably printed in the same facilities, and
1: yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> wild.
0: And could have happened, you know. Somebody could be sitting there reading a uh, reading about uh, the New York Jets and not realize that the red in any of the pictures was. Blood from Kiss or something.
1: <laughs> that, but that does sound kind of satanic, ritually, wow. kind of. You know, like put your blood into yeah writing, and then now you're you're like.
0: And, but the thing is, with with Kiss, along with like Alice Cooper and all these other time types of artists of that time, and e- even today with like Ma- Marilyn Manson and stuff, most of the stuff is just for show. I yeah. mean, it's not even. There's nothing real behind it. It's just. You know, and, and of course they they'd lean into it because you know it's gonna sell more uh, comic books mm-hmm. or whatever and you're gonna get more money if you say, Hey, this really has Gene Simmons and, you know the other guy's uh, yeah. blood in it, you yeah. know.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. But anyways, um this one this one I, I believe more than any other one that could possibly have happened. Um it's not as far fetched or crazy actually, even though it involves Kiss's blood. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so um, anything else you want to add here before we close up this uh, um, I don't know, episode?
1: This all too real too. I, this all too. I was, I was. gonna try to say it. All too conspiracy. No. Yeah. All too real too. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it. I don't think I've. Yeah. I've got any? I've got. I got some more for other.
0: For the future episodes, yeah, but not yeah. For this one, yeah. So we're we're gonna do a, at least a part two, maybe a part three if yeah. we get to that. Um, these are these are really kind of fun, I think, to talk yeah. about. Um, so uh, you know, if if you have any that we didn't cover in this episode or anything, um, and you'd like to, you know, tell us about it, uh, feel free to email us, um, at um, all 2 real two, um, at gmail dot com or email me personally at mike at cullenpark dot com and. Uh, We'll talk about them in the future. Um, Yeah. uh, Anyways, uh, have fun. Enjoy life. And don't be afraid to get All Too Real too.
1: Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.